What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Live with Rank show. Very much appreciate you tuning in. If you would like to be part of this show, give us a call at 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank RE as an excellent NK at townsquaremedia.com. Let me point you to a couple feel-good stories that I posted, published this morning. What is, could this Dearborn, Michigan man have the largest slot car racing track in the world? This is cool. So when you have some time on your Facebooking or whatever, check out that article at WBCKFM.com. It's also at the websites, uh, excuse me, at my Facebook page for the show. And I will be leaving Facebook as soon as I can when there's an appropriate place to go other than Facebook because I don't want to give them their business. Just like with Twitter, I don't get these people out there who do what I do or, or, or punditry in general complain about Twitter, but then still use them. Although there was some good news yesterday. We heard that Elon Musk, who is an advocate for free speech, bought 9% of Twitter stock and basically became their biggest shareholder. And after he did that, one of Twitter's Nancy's executives, Karen executives, quit. That was interesting. So possibly it'll become a in a company uh, that uh, will be for free speech. But that being said, could this Dearborn, Michigan man have the largest slot car racing? It is cool. I, I give props. The Detroit Free Press did a great story on this. I picked up on that, added my own information and my own thoughts. And the links there to the Detroit Free Press, I'm giving them big billing on this as well as uh, there is an embedded video of the actual track and the gentleman who built it discussing it it's just pretty cool if you have kids you got to show them this they'll love this and at the expense of being called a sexist the boys will really really love this and i say that as a man who has boys and girls as children and never forced either of them to play with one toy or the other and surprise, surprise, the girls played with gir- with dolls and other things. And the boys uh, played with um, army men and uh, trucks. And what, And they wouldn't play necessarily with the other. Now, I'm not saying they could have. I don't care. I didn't force it on them. But they'll check this out. This You'll like that. Hey, and while you're there, check out how many gallons of paint does it take to paint a Lake Michigan ferry? I thought that was... Pretty cool. We talked about what's going on in ARPA or the 
world's largest slush fund. Bay City, Michigan spoke about the 31 plus million dollars they got from it and all the projects that have nothing to do with ARPA, except maybe one. I told you I'm going to have the county manager for Calhoun County, as well as the uh, chair of the Calhoun County Commission on air. I believe they're going to be in studio with me on the 21st of April to discuss what they did. And part of what they did was give everybody a week off paid by you. I, in discussing this with you, received an email from one of you, a listener, who sent me a darkened out, so I don't know the details, uh, paycheck that went to their spouse from Kalamazoo County for $1,000. And what did it say? ARPA ARPA premium, $1,000. So they got a $1,000 bonus. Now, I reached out. Who gets this? They said essential, quote unquote, employees. Originally, they were looking at 7,500 each, the same 7,500 each, the same as another county in Michigan had done. So another county took your borrowed money on your kids, on your grandkids, and paid their employees $7,500 for essential, or even if it was just essential employees. I was considered an essential employees and employee, and I, I didn't get a nickel. Didn't expect to get a nickel. But there's $1,000 for all you guys who are quote-unquote essential employees in Kalamazoo County. I'm surprised there's not a lawsuit saying, what do you mean I'm not essential? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And then we went into the city of Kalamazoo needs to, quote, normalize, end quote, diversity, equity, and inclusion ideas before it can transform. I don't, I've uh, went through the definitions that I could find from two different sources when it comes to equality, diversity, and inclusion. I get diversity in a way I just don't like that now these people who believe in diversity, equality, and inclusion I want to look at you at anything other than what's you as the content of the character that you are. It's all identifiable traits or not even or, or some non-identifiable. Uh, inclusion, uh, we already have inclusion. Uh, the only reason you wouldn't have inclusion and we already have civil rights laws that deal with not including people. Equity, I don't know. I've, I know people in the past have tried to explain it to me. Uh, to me, it doesn't, I, I don't get it. Maybe you do. 269-441-9595. Let's go to uh, the phone lines. And John, are you going to be able to help us out here? Well, I don't know that I can help you out, Rank, because you start with a word uh, that's used in place of another word, and you're supposed to guess what it means because a definition has not been provided with the word. We've got equality and uh, which means generally under the American system, equal opportunity and you have equity. Now I believe that in the late 1700s, okay, the test between, uh, Equality of opportunity 
and equity were tested and uh, that equity failed, okay? And what I'm directing your attention to, and I direct everyone that's listening's attention to, because I don't have an answer. There are philosophers out there trying to figure that out who specialize in this and these thoughts every day. And I don't, but I've came up with something that I thought applies. We have the French system, the egalitarian system, for which they had a revolution. What is the, the date? 1780-something. And the American Revolution, uh, basically around the uh, just before that. All, you know, happening similarly at the same time or close to the same time. And in the... Uh, French Revolution, where they wanted uh, the egalitarian system, egalitarian meaning, as I understand it, and of course, I ask others to correct me where I'm wrong, but egalitarian means everyone is exactly equal and are to be equal and are to be treated exactly equal, and there is to be no differences allowed. And the system of the American system was everyone is to get an equal opportunity to advance as far as they can on the skills they have and whatever investment they're willing to be put into it. But now we're dealing with what I consider progressive thought. And my belief after watching what's going on is that when they talk about equity, and I'm talking about the progressives because I believe that's who's presenting it to us, okay? The progressives have this habit of having to constantly coming up with new ideas and changes, okay? Because they're going to rework things that other people worked already, and they're going to make them perfect. They're going to make human beings perfect. They're going to make everyone perfect so that everybody gets equity. And equity means what portion you own. So we're now giving money to people to get them, instead of their earning money and earning things, they're being given money so that they can have equal equity with anyone else that has equity, which can't be done, but that's what they're striving for. So I think equity means a, you get a piece of the action given to you by the government to whom you are beholden, Wherein, under our system, okay, you are given opportunities and you get help along the way from time to time, but you have to do the work and you have to maintain the positions you gain. So that's the, the variance or the difference that I see, the dividing line. Now, does that help? I don't know if that helps, but I'm just starting to think about this. Because nobody's bothered to explain it to me. Well, I've yeah. actually gone out, and like I said, I sat down with the city manager of Kalamazoo and their newly hired diversion, diver, diversity, equity, and inclusion person, trying to understand it. And they showed me a, I remember a, um, a picture of people looking over a fence and trying to explain it that way, which is out there. A lot of people are doing it, and I, I didn't. You know, other than a, it's just a new way of saying affirmative action uh, and you should look at color, sex or whatever, all their categories that they lay out first. 
and then look at the content of their character or their first their skill set and possibly the content of their character. Well, I and don't I'm actually that. trying to understand this. I, I'm not trying to lay this out there for people. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I, I don't get it, which tells me it, it has no answer. Uh, and it well, is it is all it's there just to uh, incorporate people getting paid a lot of money uh, to encourage uh, people to separate. The the people who I call the progressives think they're intellectuals and they think that they constantly have to come up with new ideas. They come up with ideas, but they don't have answers to the ideas. They come up with experiments. All of this are experiments where they're going to make everybody equal. Everybody's going to have an equal piece of the pie, okay? No matter what they earned or what have you, and no matter what they maintain, they're going to keep getting more money from the government because the government is the new god and the government is the new equalizer. And that's why we have all this money floating around. And by the way... Accompanying the new money is a word called inflation because people got money for doing nothing. So they're throwing money at things and that makes things more expensive and the prices keep going up. And now they're going to say $15 an hour isn't a living wage because of what they did. Got to go. Thanks a lot, John. Line just opened up 269-441-9595. You listen live with Rankin. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rankin. I appreciate that. Just asking for someone to maybe help us out to determine what equity means. Diversity and inclusion, I think I understand that. We already have that. We have laws in place for that. I think it's equity that people are getting hung up on. I've searched. I've met with people. And I still can't wrap my head around it. Why am I bringing this up? Because the city of Kalamazoo had a presentation yesterday with the Kalamazoo City Commission meeting, I should say uh, a couple people did, about diversity, equity, inclusion. They say there's three interrelated concepts used for ensuring values, alignment, health, and success within communities and organizations as reflected in their cultures and system. That's what the report said that they gave to the city commissioners. Could you imagine if you ran a company and I came to you, or you ran a city, or a state, and I said to you, hey, listen, we've got to ensure we we align our values, our health, and success within the communities and organizations that's going to be reflected in their cultures and systems. What would you say? Let's just be honest about this. Take the emotion out of it. If someone came to you and said, hey, listen, this is what we got to do. We got to incorporate DEI and it's three interrelated concepts used for ensuring value alignment, health and success within communities and organizations as reflected in our cultures and our systems. You got that straight and you got to pay me 150,000 a year to oversee it. And you have to also pay this group over their millions to run blah, blah, blah. What, you know, take that extra commentary out. What would you say? My first thing what I would say is, what? They said the assessment 
in Kalamazoo City is based on input from the city staff. Is was created by a company that paid a lot of money, MPHI. It's a nonprofit, though. No one's making any profits. They're all making very little money because you can't profit if you're a nonprofit and you're making more than it takes to live a basic lifestyle. Now you're profiting. So you can't be called a nonprofit, right? But yet we see these people running nonprofits making a half a million dollars a year. Well, they're certainly making a profit. Because when you look at nonprofit, just like they apply it to businesses, you can't sit there and tell me you're a nonprofit and make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. There's people out there living on forty, fifty thousand a year. So you, as running that company or working in that company, no one should make over fifty, sixty, seventy thousand. Whatever we decide is the number, or the government decides is the number to be able to live basic living style. Because anything above that is profit. And you can't call yourself a nonprofit. But that's just a little bugaboo of mine I've had for a while. The city of Kalamazoo DEI director, Dolora Bonner, and Ryan Rowe of MPHI gave the presentation. The presentation included quotes from staff people who attended what they called listening sessions. One said, quote, I've always said there's so many inconsistencies in the city. I feel like they do what they want for who they want. And so they, they just need to be across the board with it all. You can't do one thing for one employee to please them. And then you have another employee that may need the same thing, but you're not willing to do that for them. End quote. I think she just explained equity. I think it's a she. She or he, they weren't given a name. It doesn't matter. But that you can wrap your head around. Is that not true? Hey, just don't do for that person that you're not willing to do for me. Bingo. But we already have laws in place for that. Do we not? See, it's, you know, they pay tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars to the uh, the programs, the people who work in them, these outside consulting firms. And here's this one city worker who said this, quote, I've always said there's so many inconsistencies in the city. I feel like they do what they want for who they want. And so they just need to be across the board with it all. You can't do one thing for one employee to please them. And then you have another employee that may need the same thing, but you're not willing to do that for them, end quote. Bingo. Bingo. And I actually, until I read it again and here with you, didn't think about it until then, just now. Another person surveyed, a city worker, said this, quote, there is a stigma in the organization with surveys. Over the years, staff has been asked for input and their opinion. The results of the survey are released and then no further action is taken, end quote. But don't be worried. The assessment on DEI showed some places in the city is making progress. But there's other areas that need help. The city lacks a coordinated and measurable DEI strategy. Really? Because they hired the DEI person a couple years ago. The D, what has the DEI director been doing if, quote, 
the city lacks a coordinated and measurable DIA strategy. End quote. And thus far, most of the intentional equity and inclusion-related initiatives have been external-facing. Don't know what that means. Could mean that it just for show. The existing DEI work in progress relies on individuals with an express commitment to the work rather than on codified policies and procedures in an intentional and engaged workplace culture that assess states, assessment states. The, I'm sorry, the assessment states. So they want codified and policy procedures behind those definitions I gave you of gobbledygook. The assessment that they gave to the Kalamazoo City Commission last night said, quote, meaningful improvements to DEI require systemic action. The absence of this coordinated plan leads many employees to feel as though the senior leadership often makes declarations without any substantive efforts or outcomes towards improving DEI, end quote. But it could take years. They said it could take years for this to happen. You got to keep paying us. The person from the consulting organization said, uh, the work will not get done during one time. It's too ingrained. None of us are ready. And that's why the city needs to create a plan first. This DEI director was elected years ago. Elected, excuse me, hired years ago. Quote, we are going to slow down a bit and spend some time normalizing. And we'll have a plan ready when it's a little more normal. End quote. What does that mean? The DEI work the city needs to do is about changing your desire and mindset. Everybody comes with baggage they carry that they were given at birth. Yeah, we've been told that. We understand that. White are privileged. Blacks are victims. Yeah, we, we were told that. And then this. Well, it looks like I got to take a quick break. I'll come back on the other side, take some phone calls. Lines are open, 269-441-9595. You're going to find it very interesting what a commissioner, Estevan Juarez, said. I'll tell you about that coming up right after this. You listen to Live with Rank. You listen to Live with Rank and someone who will no longer be taking care of business. Literally, as that music started, I didn't choose that piece of music for this. I was shown something. Fred Upton has just announced his retirement. Fred Upton will not be running for whatever 16th, 17th, 18th term, which then leaves Bill Heisinga as I think there is a second person in there. Steve Cara dropped out. There may be a second person running against Bill Heisinga, but I've just been shown that uh, Congressman Fred Upton has announced his retirement. He will not be running for this new district, which puts, I would assume, Bill Heisinga as the front runner on the Republican side, which is a good thing, I think, because now they don't have to attack each other and try to win the primary, spending money that would be better spent in the actual general election. So that's um, 
not totally surprising music, uh, music information to me. I was told by some people uh, that because he's spending quite a bit of money, quarter of a million dollars, I think, in his TV ads, that he's not going to bow out. I said, well, he will see. He still may retire. And he did. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. If you have a thought about that, you can certainly give us a call. I'm going to just finish up what I told you right before the break, and then go talk to Robert. Lines open two six nine four four one nine five nine five. We're talking about this diversity, equity, and inclusion assessment report that was given to the City Commission of Kalamazoo last night. We went into definitions. We've gone into it quite in depth. Then I read this quote: "This is hard." End quote. Commissioner Estevan Juarez said, quote, I feel like we're in this day and age and we still still deal W or with some of this crap that's still there because we as human beings haven't learned how to take responsibility for our wrongs, end quote. Okay. Juarez said he wants to be the first Hispanic mayor. Okay, then City Commissioner Esteban Juarez says this, quote, I'm tired of fighting for a spot at the table when I belong at the table, end quote. Two things. Number one, you're tired of fighting for a spot at the table. You're at the table. You are a city commissioner elected and paid. So I don't understand that, number one. Number two, you're tired of fighting for something, which means I want it handed to me. That's the way I take it. Because I'm Hispanic, I should be the mayor. I don't care what these racist rubes out there who are voting for my opponent when I ran, I'm tired of fighting for a seat at the table. A man who has a seat at the table, city commissioner. Do you find that interesting? 269-441-9595. Let's go to the phone lines. And uh, Robert, thanks for holding on. Robert's from Sterling Heights, Michigan. Yes, I was kind of surprised to hear about Fred Elton. I really thought he was going to run. I am not. I'm one of the few people that I've been in touch with that uh, uh, were thinking he was still going to run when he started spending all that money on ads. Uh, Before that, there were many people who didn't think he would run. But I think it's a good thing. And I'm happy Fred is doing that because that leaves the lane open for for Bill to not have to spend a lot of money to to fight, quote unquote, using Juarez's – uh, word to fight uh, for a seat at the table. All right. Now, I, I did want to talk to you about the equity and, uh, you know, equality. I can give you just a quick example of what I think it is. Equity is what they want is equal outcome. Equality is equal opportunity. I'll give you an example. I worked with many people coming up through at work and everything. And some of us, we made about the same amount of money when we were at the same level. Now, I remember there was this woman in the office. Now, she spent her money differently than I did. She went out and bought a nice Porsche 911. She went to uh, Hawaii, different travel places and everything. And I saved my money. So when it comes to retirement, when we retire, I'm going to probably have more money than she does. Does that make it 
inequitable because I have more money in retirement, but she spends her money on cars and vacations and maybe a nicer home or whatever, they would probably consider that not equitable. Or I would say, well, she got her, her you know, she got nicer cars and nicer house, but I have a, maybe a nicer uh, retirement. Right. And that's the way it worked out. Maybe that's the way they want to spend the money. And that's what you, that's your individual choice. Well, in fact, you remember a few years ago, I don't know how many it is, but the the Democrats were looking at uh, basically taking everyone's so, uh, retirement accounts, 401ks, IRAs, uh, pensions, and then just giving everybody a pension. Exactly. And, and the other which, way about- Which helps people who spent all their money, mm-hmm. Right. And spent and had fun with it when they were young and weren't responsible enough to save for when they're older. And then it hurts everybody who didn't spend all that money and was responsible because they didn't want to be a burden on someone on the on their family or the state when they got older. And then obviously there are some that didn't have that money to spend or invest. I get that part. And another part is I want to bring up is there's there's equal rights and there's special rights. And what I think they're pushing now is special rights is not right. I mean, uh, it doesn't do any good. If we take two kids and one's from a low, low income housing, they don't have a good educational background. And we just give them a, say a scholarship to Harvard. Does that really do them any good because they don't have the background to do it? I'm not saying anything about negative, about low income families or anything. My kids probably wouldn't have done good in Harvard because they didn't have the background either. So it doesn't do good. And like kind of relates to what you said yesterday about promoting kids to the next level. If they, if they haven't achieved it, so if kids are from a low, you know, low income level, and and because the schooling was poor, it doesn't do any good for them to get a scholarship to Harvard because it won't do good in there. But what right, they, they're setting them up for future schools in the first place. They're setting up for future failure, uh, is what they're yeah, doing because do any good. because they're not going to be able to succeed in an environment like that unless Harvard and a lot of these uh, these uh, colleges are getting away from. Uh, scoring people on or grading people on their ability and who knows at that part at that point none of these degrees mean much anymore well we now know that yeah, boston university degree means not, not much after you got uh, mm-hmm. aoc we've got harvard and now who has a woman who who graduated from harvard undergrad and lawn and can't define the word woman because she's afraid uh, of the and she wants to be a supreme court justice but she's afraid i i actually do believe she knows what the definition of a woman is uh but she's afraid to to um to give that because she's afraid of the tax that she'll have and uh she has a soft spot in her heart for people who concern child pornography uh, who consume child pornography which is a huge concern mm-hmm. of mine so uh, you know who knows what's going to happen moving forward all right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, I Robert. Appreciate I appreciate your phone call. Uh, the line just opened up, 269-441-9595. I'll take a quick break, talk to Steve and Lloyd. And what about you? What are your thoughts? Congressman Fred Meyer just announced his retirement. I bet you Bill's really happy. Bill Heisinga is really happy about that. He listened to Live with Frank, 269-441-9595. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. And as I reported, breaking news, Congressman Fred Upton, who's been in Congress since 1987, has decided to retire, leaving the lane wide open for Bill Heisinger. 
And it's interesting in this article I'm reading as quick as I could at break by Channel 3 WWMT, Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, a Democrat, is just praising him up and down. Now, she says so many nasty things about the Republican Party. And then when it's all done, see, as I told you guys, I learned for some, I think it's different now. I think there is true hatred uh, because the sides are so diametrically opposed to each other when it comes to positions. In the past, I do think that left and right could uh, Democrat and Republican politicians did have some sort of respect, but they played the game. They had to rip into each other on air. Today, I think uh, there is such a divide and such evilness that comes from the left and their attack on the right that it's hard to get uh, to bridge that. Let's go back to the phone lines and Texas Township. Lloyd wanted to talk about this issue of diversity, equity and inclusion we're talking about. Good morning, Lloyd. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Rank. And once again, you play the best music coming back in from break oh thank you appreciate that yes and i have to say i also think it it was time for fred upton to retire so i'm glad to hear that okay Um, but diversity equity and inclusion i when the county commission first brought that up to have a committee on that well i applied thinking that what they needed was diversity of opinion and when i mentioned to him i was a retired professor man i was on top of the list they thought, this is great. This guy's so far left, he's in the bleachers. Mm-hmm. Well, I made the mistake of calling the commission one evening and voicing a concern about something, and they realized I wasn't in the left field bleachers. They want nothing to do with me. The commission now... Well, I, hold, on, members, hold on, hold on, hold on, Lloyd. Lloyd, oh, so did, did they already choose you? And then... No. Okay, they hadn't gone through that process yet. Okay. No. No, they had chosen seven others. And it was really interesting of that seven, one was a, a woman, which is, an, as we know, an adult female human species. Mm-hmm. And all the rest were men, and they all happened to be of African ancestry. So it's <laughs> such So on their diversity <laughs> commission, they had six African Americans and one woman. They're all seven of African ancestry, yes. So on their woman, diversity. Yeah. Equity and Inclusion Committee or whatever this was, they had no diversity, didn't believe in inclusion or equity. That's right. And and the issue is not... Now, what county are you talking colors. about? Kalamazoo County. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, they're, you know, they always see color. But what we need is diversity of opinion and discussion. And that's not something they want. And as for that other, you know, the fellow you talked about on the city, when we teach people, all they have to do is hold your hand out and holler loud and they will get what they want. Even they say they need a place at the table when they already are at the table. All we've done is created a situation where in the future, you can bet the farm they're going to hold your hand out and holler more, get more of what they want. That's all we've accomplished. All right. I'm glad you called in, Lloyd, to inform us that on a diversity, equity, inclusion, what was it? A committee or what was it? It's the county has a committee on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And they, they, and they just hired a fellow to run it who also is of African ancestry. Paying him, I so think, everybody on their diversity, equity, and inclusion committee 
is of uh, is black, African American, whatever you, you, you call it. That's what you're saying. Well, I don't know about the last two. There's supposed to be nine members. I don't know about the last two members. I haven't oh, heard. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. I would like to know what those other two are. So if anybody can look that up I and send like it to me, thing. I'm in the middle of my show here. May not be able to do that. Uh, you can send it to rank, R-E, as an excellent N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. Or you can reach us at 269-441-9595. Let's go to Portage and Steve. Good morning, Steve. Welcome to the show. Morning, Rank. Um, a good day after that. Uh, you mentioning uh, the hot off the press press release with Fred uh, Upton retiring. Absolutely, Why? been waiting for that for since the first day he got elected, and I'm glad that it's finally come. All right, but uh, hey, um, in regards to equity, okay, uh, that was that was tried, Rank. At essentially the inception of the Plymouth Plantation Colony, <clears throat> what happened was William Bradford, when they were on the ship coming over, they were talking about what they were going to do, and when they got to America and they had this land, they divided it equitably to everybody. And they said that everyone who worked that land had to divide what they had to, with others. And they almost, they, they almost starved to death the first winter. And uh, you're, you're saying, well, what happened is there were people, what he's saying is there were people who just didn't farm or didn't farm as, work as hard. Others had to work harder uh, to provide this equality uh, because the others didn't work hard. So it was uneven. And after that first year, they said, nope, we're not doing that anymore. It's you who have got to work for your own food, right? Absolutely. And so those who worked their tail off increased and those who didn't learned as the, as I mean, they went, they went by the scripture. If a man will not work, neither shall he eat. And that's what it says in the new Testament. And guess what? <laughs> Those people started working. Damn. So all I can tell you is that it failed at the inception of our country, and now we're coming back to it again. And it's going to fail. Anytime you try it, it's going to fail, and it has failed over and over again. It's just these more leftist socialist liberals uh, don't want to admit it because they keep changing things around to make it look like it's a good thing. They put a carrot out in front of the horse and then take it away. But. Right. I appreciate your time, Rank. Thank you for letting me know about Fred Upton. That's a wonderful thing. All I would say to Bill Heisinga is there's another scripture in Proverbs that says pride comes before a fall, so you need to be careful what you're doing, Bill. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling in, 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about, Today, we've been talking big about this diversity, equity, and inclusion. Seven out of nine people on this commission, or at least in the beginning when Lloyd was talking about it, were, and it could be all nine, it may not be, what we're all one color. How is that diversity? How is that inclusive? And how is that equitable? I truly believe in equi uh, equality. I don't want someone who 
be due to whatever a physical trait not to have the same opportunities as others i want to battle equally with them on the field of uh, whatever it is i it, it just sounds to me like affirmative action in a different or as a different word 2694 Four one nine five nine five. You're listening to me, Rank, on the Live with Rank Show, and we'll be right back after this top of the hour break. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.